Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Ravis Chat, a lifestyle blog and podcast hosted by me, Conrad, where we talk about anything and everything related to business, fitness, and or relationships. For today's episode, we have our very first Rabbit's Chat guest, Sandra. Woo-hoo. So you're a marketer, an influencer, you're also a podcaster, fitness queen, <laughs> and a dear friend. Give us a little bit of an intro of where we met and how we're here. Um, so with many of my relationships, we had a very unconventional <laughs> meeting in the sense that we met on Tinder. Boy, that escalated quickly. And we hung out a couple of times and I think we kind of both realized we have a very similar like go-getter adventurous energy and it works really well. I like it. We like bounce off each other. It's been fun. I think because we do like these crazy fun surf trips together. You just drop in, just ride the barrel and get pitted, so pitted like that. And, you know, we can smack down a pod for an hour and 30 minutes without noticing, <laughs> which is always yeah, fun. Right. So your podcast is obviously called Slices of Life yep. and it's definitely a bit different to mine. Yeah. Um, tell us a little bit more about that one. So it's a bit of a free-for-all in the sense that I was told that I should find some sort of (laughs) outlet. Someone recommended journaling. My therapist recommended writing a book. And I am so lazy. And when I mean lazy, I mean like I'm not sitting down to write anything. I don't have the energy for that. And so I was like, what's the lazy alternative to doing that? And of course, podcasts are a big thing. And I myself love podcasts. Um, And so I just decided, fuck it. I'll get all this shit for it and I'll start recording a podcast. There's no coherent, you know, plot. I like to think that every episode has something you can learn, like either learning from my mistakes or learning from other people's experiences. You know, no coherent plot line. Just do whatever you want, which is fun. It's really fun. I'm sure yeah. for a listener, it's much more hectic, but yeah, who cares? <laughs> it's like a nice mixed ball of things that you get to talk about and listen to, so... I reckon that's awesome. So that's Slices of Life. Exactly, yeah. podcast. If you have time, go and check it out for sure. Anyways, let's dive into today's topic. So I wanted to talk to Sandra about building new relationships because I feel like she's got a really interesting story. And I essentially just want to start off this whole topic by asking, how did you actually come to live in Australia? So you're American, hey. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm from Santa Cruz, California, which is about an hour south, hour and 20 minutes south of San Francisco. And I moved back by myself three and a half years ago. And so I do have a bit of a wacky story in the sense that I basically left all of my friends uh, back in California and had to rebuild from the ground up here. Yeah, right. And like, how many people did you know when you actually left the US? Like, did you know anyone when you came over to Oz? I, I knew two people. So I knew <clears throat> my boyfriend yeah. at the time. And I knew his best friend. And that was it. So I actually didn't have any kind of external friends to him and his friend group or his family. So I kind of plopped down in the big city. And so when I got dumped, that lovely January evening, foreshadowing, by the way, for the rest of 2020, I realized I 
genuinely do not know where to go because I didn't have anyone's place to go to. I didn't have anyone to call. I actually, the first person I called was my family, of course. And the second person I called was my ex's best friend's girlfriend because she was the closest thing I had to a best friend, which looking back at it was like a bit bittersweet because, you know, I knew that I wasn't going to be able to be friends with her anymore or any of his friends. So yeah, Yeah. that was a big spark for me learning how to uh, go out and actually make good connections with people. Yeah. So you basically had to start from zero. Yeah. So it's been about a year and a few months now that I have rebuilt basically everything from the ground up because yeah, I didn't have a friend group at all. So the first thing I did being the idiot I am was jump back into another relationship (laughs) and then be stuck at that guy's house because of COVID and then have even somehow less friends than before. Legitimately nobody. So I moved back and I became pretty close with my roommate, which was lovely. I love him to death. I would say he's one of my best friends. And obviously we still live together. So we get along great. But because of COVID, because of jumping back into the relationship, because I lost my job, there was just a lot like adding up for me that just made it infinitely more difficult to try and make lasting friendship. So I think it was around the time of COVID ending that I started to really make new friends. So it was difficult at first because we, you know, when you're in high school, it's easy because it's almost like you're forced to make friends. Yeah, exactly. Because I know that there's like a massive just like disruption when you graduate from high school and you go into, you know, university or your gap year. A lot of these people that are around you at school just drop off, right? And then you finish school and they're not there anymore and for you it's even like 10 times crazier because you're in a different country and you're literally just from fresh off like a relationship yeah so yeah what was like the first thing you did so the first thing I did was do what I do best and attempt to find friends through tinder because I'm not a I'm not a smart woman (laughs) I, I do not vouch to be wise yeah I had a very unconventional path, but I ended up making friends through my gym, which was out of pure luck. They were a great way to meet new people in the sense that it was, you know, familiarity over constant contact. And because of COVID, I didn't go to uni anymore because there was no in-person classes. That was my only place where I could see the same people over and over again. Because, you know, group-based gyms are amazing at doing that. And that's the one thing I absolutely support. And I'm sure you have the same thing happen at Cali Studios. You guys must all be pretty close at this point, hey? Yeah, we're pretty close. There's like a smaller group of guys from the gym that I get along with really, really well. But yeah, they're they're amazing. I love the group atmosphere because the people are always just open. Yeah, and the thing is about that is it's really nice to make friends where you have a shared hobby. Because, like, obviously I'm going to be friends with you if you like working out. Because I like working out. So at least we have one thing in common that we can instantly, you know, get along with. So that's a nice thing about making friends through gym. I've got, like, an odd segue here. Yeah, no, go would ahead. You, would you say that you're, like, a bit more of an extrovert or an <gasps> introvert? I am the definition of an extrovert. I'm a textbook extrovert. So my problem is I love meeting new people to the point that it <laughs> is probably not, like, healthy anymore. Like, I legitimately have gone on first dates being sick not actually contagious sick just like you know tonsillitis style like I'm probably not doing well but I'm still gonna go on the first date because I enjoy meeting new people that much but my thing is it's getting out of your comfort zone that makes you realize that you can find parts of it you actually truly enjoy 
like some of my favorite experiences of the last year were me like doing something stu- super spontaneous and stupid with yeah. someone I've just met. And because of that, like you never really know. It's a gamble, obviously. And not always is it going to be great. Like there's going to be some bad eggs. But either way, you get a good story. Yeah. You learn something from it. You get a good experience from it. And for someone who has no one here as like a baseline connection, it's the best way to get to know like as many people as possible. And that networking is really important yeah. for almost every aspect of your life. Like you have to build a community. It's so much harder as someone who's foreign, but I think community is one of these super underrated issues that's kind of falling apart. And yeah, nowadays it's becoming harder and harder. Social media does not help, but that's a whole other story. I, I fully agree. So you you said that you're an extrovert and then you like you obviously went to gym. How yeah. do you reckon being an extrovert helped you and how do you reckon it actually stood in your way with making new friends? Um, so the part that I think it helps me with is I will approach randoms at the gym or like if I've seen you once or twice at my gym, I will come say hi to you. Do you find that scary at all though? Or do you just... Yeah, yeah. But it's kind of like riding the high like before you jump off a big cliff into the water. It's like, it's terrifying, but it's kind of fun. Like it can either end really badly, but the chances are quite low because most people are relatively normal. Yeah. And what do you what do you do when it goes badly though? Like, are uh, you do you ever think of that? I or... I'm pretty lucky in the sense that it's never do- gone yeah. like, terribly. There's been a few times when people have been like, "Oh, sorry, I've got to go." Most <laughs> for the most part, if someone doesn't want to talk to you, they'll excuse themselves in a relatively nice way. So then you just let it slide. So we tend to like overthink things instead of actually like just yeah. approaching them. Yeah. Just approach it. It's one of those things where it's don't think, don't look, just go. Because sometimes you kind of have to use that momentum of adrenaline to make you actually do it. Because yeah. the second you stop and think about it, you've, you're psyched yourself out. And you can see it. Like if someone stops at the edge of the cliff to look down, they're not going to jump. Or if they will, it's going to take them a very long time to work up the courage. Whereas I tend to just oh, well, I'm not going to hit the rocks. I'll go. And I do not look. I do not think. I just go because you have to ride that momentum. Same thing when you approach someone new. If you want to get their, like, you know, attention, if you want to talk to them, don't overthink it. Just be like, hey, how are you going? How, how, how's your day been? Like, you don't even have to have a topic because most people, if you, like, introduce yourself, they'll be like, yeah. oh, cool. Like, what do you do? Like, they want to keep the conversation flowing at a normal level too. They're not going to want to stand there awkwardly with you. Yeah, that's pretty true. Hey, like thinking back to how we met through tinder which was so unconventional we went on three different dates yeah like the first one was weird it was really weird but our second one we actually clicked the the first thing we did was we went somewhere else and then we actually played music and that's where we really clicked yeah that's when we realized oh shit we're like yeah much more similar than i think we thought Quinn 92 that we put on yeah we're like what did we just become best friends yep and that's the thing it's like finding even just like a few shared common interests can just be the catalyst for you know having a conversation which leads to something else that you yeah. realize you you know vibe with on the same level so it doesn't take very much and it definitely can be weird at first like, it's been so, oh my god i cannot tell you how many people i've been like the first date has just yeah. been so strange i'm like man this is weird but i still give them yeah. a second chance because i know that like the me and Lockie, our first date was well it's a bit of a tricky one but our first date this is so stupid saying it back out loud our first date was we went for a walk on yeah. like the new farm water area and it was weird like i definitely yeah. felt a bit like mm, i don't know he's a bit strange 
But then he was like, do you want to come to Mulaney? And that was our second date was driving two hours out of the city with a random stranger. And I said, yes, because I was like, fuck it. At the least, if he's weird, I still have a really good, like, adventure. Like, I get to enjoy my day. So it was kind of like a, ah, fuck it. It should be fun kind of moment. And it got, like, every time I hung out with him, I realized that, no, we got along. Like, the first day was weird because it's always a little bit strange. Like, you're always going to have your guard up. You're not always yeah. going to be a little bit more unsure of what to say. And that happens across all relationships, not just like actual dating relationships, because I used to use Bumble for the friends app. Yeah, that's so I did actually meet a couple people that way. And like the first date on the Bumble friends app, me and my friend Lara, were, we were definitely a bit like, it was a bit strange because like we, we both had never really met people yeah like that yeah a dating yeah, app yeah. That, yeah to be friends <laughs> yeah it was yeah. really we were like oh this is i'm not really sure how i'm yeah. supposed to act so it was really strange but then every single time we hung out we yeah. got much more comfortable with each other and that's gonna be true for everything you do so would you say it's like consistency is another thing so instead of just you know doing all these one-off things with new individuals you yeah try and make it consistent with like one or two people yes yeah yeah definitely because you can't pour your everything to every relationship you have to find people that you you know want to prioritize your time with and that's probably the difficult part is knowing where to put that time and obviously sometimes it you know backfires and that's okay like that's part of growing up but as long as you're able to devote enough time where you can feel yourself becoming more comfortable with them that's my thing it's like can i start being more open with this person over time? Do I see myself like, oh, like, can I invite you to my birthday? Can I invite you over for dinner? Yeah, how do you get to that? Like, how do you how do you get to that point where you're like, I, I want to drive this deeper? Like, how I, do you actually drive those new friendships? So like, you know, you've, you've met Jono from Bumble woo-hoo! on the Friends app and you decide, yeah, I like this guy. You know, yeah. he's a cool friend to hang out with. What do you, what's like your, what's like your next step that you do after you guys have like hung out once or twice? Like, how do you drive that conversation deeper? For me, I think it's just being like very open and honest. Like, hey, like if I've had a bad day and I feel like I want yeah. someone to be a closer friend, I would voice that. I'd be like, hey, I've actually had a shit day. Do you want to come over and hang out? And you don't necessarily have to say everything that's happened. But if you're able to be vulnerable with someone, that's when you know the relationship has gotten a bit deeper. And I think that's the most important and totally underrated aspect of friendships is learning where to be vulnerable with people. And a lot of that does come out to being like intuition. Like, I think you can kind of sense it. My spider sense is tingling. Some people I've known for a while and I don't think I could be fully vulnerable with them just because of the way they are. Like, it's not saying anything to our, like, friendship. It's just that it's not the kind of friendship we have. Whereas, like, other people, I'm close with them and I I realize at some point, oh, I I can be more open with you. I can be more vulnerable with you. If I need someone, I can reach out and ask for help from you. So it's being able to sense which one of those people you want to be vulnerable with and then attempting to be vulnerable with them, which is always a huge leap of faith, of course. Yeah, definitely. It's always a bit of a risk, but oh yeah, most of the time it pays off, hey, and like yeah. even if it goes wrong, at least then you know where you stand with that person, right? So Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So then you figure out where you're standing, that makes it easier for any future, you know, kerfuffles to come about. So everything's a learning experience, especially at this age. Yeah, fully.
So, obviously, you've used, like, really uh, controversial ways of making friends. Yes. Would you say that that's given you a really colourful friendship group? Or yeah. do you reckon it's pretty bland? No, I think it's given me a good, like, array of, like, friends. So one of my best friends is Patrick, and we met on Tinder as well. And he's yeah. American and extremely insane, just like me, very extroverted, just like me. And he's, like, my best friend. Like, we've only known each other for a while, but now we're, like, we're really close, but absolutely platonically. Like, we would not yeah. – he would not be – sleeping with me if someone paid him to and neither would I like, that, that just would he not happen too much. <laughs> he just he knows I'm a walking red flag first of all but like yeah I've met quite a few people like guys and yeah. girls through dating apps and they've become my friends and because of that because they come from like different walks of life it gives you like a, a, a big spectrum of people which I absolutely love because I am insane and have too many hobbies and too many interests and so you know I can't get along with one person who likes just going to the gym. You know, there's, like, too many things I enjoy. A whole bunch of different things you want to do, yeah. Yeah, so I've got to have different friends for different areas of life because there's not going to be one person who can fit into all of those boxes. That would be unreasonable. (laughs) So you're, like, you're pretty extroverted, you're pretty out there, pretty crazy. Yeah. What do you reckon someone who's, like, the opposite of you could do? Like, because there's definitely people that I've met and they go, oh, yeah, I've got one best friend and you're like oh who is it and they're like oh it's my cousin not that there's anything wrong with that but yeah what what would you recommend to someone like that when they decide you know oh i want to actually meet new people and get out there like first of all where should they go you know what do they look at so for me i think of it as like a nature over nurture but a lot of it is just nurture so if you teach yourself to be extroverted you can be extroverted and there's yeah. always going to be some aspect of it that you disdain. And I still get nervous because I used to be an introvert. I used to have yeah. two best friends and that's it. I didn't know anyone else. I didn't want to hang out with anyone else. I wasn't close with anyone else. It was my two best friends and me and that's it. And so it was definitely like forced upon me to become an extrovert because I didn't really have an option. Like I had to make friends here. And the only way to make friends was yeah. for me to go out of my way to be extroverted because nobody's going to like take ownership of you making new friends so that's an important thing to remember is if you if you want to make new friends that's entirely in your hands so my biggest thing is join like group gyms or group something that you find interest in because that's a really good way to meet people that have similar interests like a surf club is a good idea i suppose but also just be open to meeting people in any situation because like For me, Tinder and Bumble and Hinge are, yeah, unconventional ways to meet people, but it doesn't mean it's a bad way to meet somebody. And sometimes people want just the same thing. Like, sure, a lot of guys come to Tinder just to have sex, but a lot of the time people also just want to be making friends as well. Like, it's cool to sleep with someone one time, but it's cooler to make more friends. And yeah, casual sex, yada, yada, yada that'll happen. It's going to be a part of it. Like sometimes you're going to meet someone and be like, he's hot, but I wouldn't be friends with him. Fair enough. That happens. But sometimes you meet someone, you're like, I like this person, like as a friend as well. And don't be against putting yourself in that situation where you're like, Hey, I really like you platonically. And I did that to Patrick. I told that to like him over text. I was like, Hey, not to be rude or anything. I just wanted to let you know, I'm kind of like not a place that I want a relationship or anything like that. And I see you as a really good platonic friend. Would you like to be friends? I actually offered up that question. And if that person says no, 
you have to remember that it's not because they don't like you likely. It's because either they're thrown off guard because they've come to an app where they just wanted casual sex and now someone's like, hey, do you want to be friends? Or <laughs> yeah. B, the idea of making friends kind of scares them because people who do have like one or two close friends tend to just push away new people because they're like, ooh, that's terrifying. Yeah, they like to stick in their cells. Yeah, sometimes. exactly. Yeah. So it's not, it's never against you. Like if someone's like, oh, I don't really feel like being friends. So you have to remember, don't take it to heart and just keep going. Like eventually you'll find people who are like, fuck yeah, I want to be your friend. Yeah. Like you seem cool. Like we'd get along. A lot of being an adult is realizing that you're going to gain and lose friends in every area of your life. Like you graduate uni and you lose all your uni friends, but you're going to gain work friends. Or, you know, you go back to uni, you're going to gain new, you know, it's just, being open to having different experiences with which to find friends in. Yeah, well said. And I feel like that that kind of answers my next question where it was like, how do you reckon someone can expand their circle um, to make it more colourful? It's yeah. basically the same thing. Hey, it's just like go to different things. Just you know? be social. This is going to yeah. sound like stupid saying out loud, but just go out and be social. So go to, go to a club. If you like a girl's dress, introduce yourself. I have a best friend, one of my like good friends who I would say like I could call her and be like hey I need help I met her in line for Cloudland at midnight on Halloween and it was because she wanted to jump the line with me and I asked her if I could spend the night with <laughs> her friend that is how yeah, I met and that keep friend. in mind keep in mind you literally went out on your own yeah exactly clicked in with a group yeah which so- is like awesome it was it's like forced social situations are gonna make you like, yeah, it's going to be scary, but it's also going to give you those opportunities to meet new people. And it doesn't have to be like, you don't have to sign up for every club. Yeah. You don't have to sign up for every like gym membership. But as long as you find like things that you have common interest in, may it be alcohol. Two shots of vodka. <laughs> or clubbing. That's a common interest. Just you know, put yourself in places where you know you're going to be more social and that's it. That's all it takes. Going back like a little bit further, Mm. what do you reckon is something that people are really scared of that they just shouldn't be scared of? You know, it's like a fake fear almost, like it's just not there. Yeah, I I think in the context of like, do you mean like in media? Yeah, like making friends or like approaching people that, you know, they would like to be involved with? For me, the biggest thing that I remember, well, there's two of them and one of them is incredibly dark and the other one is just very basic. The incredibly dark one is, I always remember that um, we're all human and we all end up in the same place, so do whatever the hell you want. Which, (laughs) yeah, it's like dark, but it's also like, it just like lifts a weight on you, doesn't it? Oh, it does for me. And I know that some people don't agree. Some people get like very anxious at the concept of death but for me it's like hey we're all gonna die let's do whatever we want you shouldn't have to worry about it because it doesn't actually mean anything yeah um and then the other thing is to stop worrying about what other people think about you because i promise you no one is thinking about you the thing that doesn't make sense in that sentence is you are worrying about what other people think about you so now if other people are so worrying about... So you're technically about, worrying about yourself, yeah, right? So, in that so, situation, yeah. yeah. So then other people <laughs> who are like, oh my God, what are they thinking about me? Like, well, you're busy worrying about yourself. Guess what? That's everybody. <laughs> Everyone is self-contained. They're worrying about their own things, not you. I promise you, if you approach someone at the gym and go, hey, dude, 
you look sick squatting that 680. Can I get a pick? He's not going to care because he's too busy worrying about what he's going to do in his next set. He's Everyone's focused on themselves, which is both extremely self-centered and very human. It just makes yeah. sense. You've got to look out for yourself first. And, of course, the reason you're worrying is because you're looking out for yourself. But you have to remember, so is everyone else. So don't overthink it because nobody cares. I promise. Yeah. And if anything, later on, you'll just be a good story if you do something stupid. That's what I yeah, love. It's like... If I show up to a club with roller skates on and ask a guy out and he says no, ouch, I guess. But also now he gets to tell his mates that a girl on roller skates showed up to one of the bars and tried to ask him out. That's funny. Yeah, I, that's I'm like living a vi- story. Yeah. yeah, I'm living <laughs> vicariously through someone else's story and that works for me. All right. I've got a scenario for you. I want to do this one because I okay. reckon this happens. I don't know how often it happens to girls, but I know it happens to guys. You get invited to a party and you legit only know one person. Now, I know that there's not a lot of people that would even consider going to that. Like, they'll just make up an excuse. But let's say you had the balls, the cojones, or, you know, the estrogen to decide that, you know, I'm going to go to the party. What do you do when that one person who invited you to the party just goes off and socialises? Like, they don't introduce you to anyone, you don't know anyone, and there's just like a sea of people what's the first thing you do you grab a drink put one in you if you feel uh feel the need to get some liquid courage in you and you walk up to a conversation and go hey what's up guys my name's sandra my name's conrad i'm friends with this person can i sit with you and just butt in just butt in because either a they're just going to continue the conversation on add you and then you can leave in two minutes or b they're going to add you to the conversation and now you've made new friends and yeah. if you spend the whole night with those people now you've made good new friends when you do that though i will add like a little asterisk on that when you spend the whole night with them and you have fun grab their instagram handles yeah like bruh link up that was like me showing up to cloudland with no one there i just kind of i butted into my friend's thing so i just i went with the flow and it worked i met like a bunch of people that night and they were all really cool and obviously i became pretty good friends with her what was like what was like the first thing that you messaged her like after you guys clicked so obviously you grabbed like her handles and stuff yeah so this was actually one of these times that I was impressed because she reached out to me she was like hey we should go get brunch sometime you seem really cool and I loved that because I'm 90% of the time the extrovert that says that to have someone else say it I'm like holy shit there's other people like me we're gonna get along and we do and so if you reach out to somebody it could probably be like that they would have reached out, but there's like a tiny voice in the back of their head going, no, what if they don't like you? What if, you know, right. They're worried about what you think about them. Just like how you're worried about what you know, yeah. they think about you. So just do it. Cause fuck it. What's the worst thing that's going to happen? They'll leave you on red. Ah, shit. So in summary, to build a new relationship, there's like a couple of things that you can take into like consideration. The first one is putting yourself out there, right? Yes second one what would you say the rest are well i'd say being open to trying over and over again get ready for failure and just embrace it yeah one more that i'd almost add in is also so you've got consistency i'd say spontaneity yeah have a crack at everything you never know what you're gonna learn exactly and you never know what you like and you never know my thing is be ridiculous within the bounds of being safe so if you trust someone and they go do you want to go to Mulaney tomorrow and you don't really know them? I did a little scenario in my head. I'm like, worst comes to worst, I'll just run away somewhere over there and come on to my friends who can pick me up. Yeah. You know, 
it's being kind of stupid and spontaneous within the bounds of being safe almost always works out. All right. Well, that's all we have time for today. Sandra, any last words, well, I guess? thank you so much for having me on. I'm excited to come back sometime soon, of course. And I'm really happy to see what you have going here. It's really cool, like, watching from a distance how you've been setting everything up. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. Um, I really appreciate it. I'm so excited to have you on future ones because you are just, like, a well full of knowledge. Um, <laughs> Thank you. For anyone who really clicks with what Sandra said and wants like a deeper chat, you can check out her podcast, Slices of Life podcast. She's got three episodes out. It's really dope. I'm on there on a few and we talk about some fun things and that's pretty much it. That's all we have time for today, guys. Thank you so much for listening. If you've learned something from this or connected with something specific, let me know in the comments or even send me a DM. I love talking about anything and everything. My name is Conrad and I'm the founder of the Rabbits Chat lifestyle blog and podcast. Should you wish to connect with me, you can do that through my personal Instagram handle at ctanzi or you can just follow at Rabbits Chat and connect with me that way. 